It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir Simon Marcel. Bienvenue. Welcome to my show, The Rendezvous. We're going to talk love, relationships, we're going to hear love stories. But I want to start the show with a little reminder. Someone has sent me a private DM message saying, you know, where can we find your podcast? It's called La Confession. And you can find it on my website. Just go to therendezvousshow.com. And what is it, La Confession? It's where the truth always comes out. You want to tell a story you've never told anybody else? You want to share that with me so we can all learn from each other's mistake or success? Share it with me and join La Confession. Just go to therendezvousshow.com. Send a message if you want to be part of it. Now, if you want to talk to me right now tonight, 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Trinity. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Trinity. How can I help you tonight? So my girlfriend's sort of the, she's the highly sensitive type. Okay. And I'm not. And usually, you know, it's something that I really love about her. But when we get into a disagreement, Mm-hmm. You know, she stays very, very calm. And every once in a while, I will, you know, maybe I raise my voice if it gets really heated. And she'll immediately say, why are you treating me like this? And I feel like that's unfair. I feel like just getting animated in an argument is not evidence that I treat her poorly. Um, And I don't Mm -hmm. know how to tell her or explain to her that, like, in a relationship, people are going to have disagreements and that they're going to be animated sometimes or heated, but that that is not an indication of how she's treated in the relationship. So I'm going to ask you a tough question, all right? When you say you yell at her, yeah. do you do you like to be yelled at? No, but she okay. raises her voice let, let me, first. Let me, let me ask you this question, so you don't. Uh, do you think yelling at somebody when we are adults is respectful? No. Mm-hmm. Do you rather be talked softly than be yelled at? Yes. Okay. So Trinity, on this one, I'm going to take her side for your own good. There is no way to explain to somebody yelling at this is comfortable and an expression of love. It is not an expression of anger and nothing good come from anger. So what I would like you to try in the name of the love you have for this girl is in the next argument, don't answer an aggression by an aggression and talk a little softer. And if you can't answer the argument right then because you're too heated, don't answer at all. Wait to come down. And you guys decide to talk about it when you both kind of cool, both of you, okay? No more yelling, please. Talk firmly. Talk softly. Talk calmly. It, the point will be understood even better. That is an expression of love, not an expression of okay. hate. Okay? All right. Thank you, Simon. Thank you. And good luck to you, Trinity. And have a good night. Good night. Oh, I got to go to my email now because somebody needs my help. They're a little insecure and maybe for good reasons with their husband's behavior lately. That's coming up next. If you have a question for me, but you can't, darling, just send me an email at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's going on with Maria and her husband lately? It's a Maria says bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Maria. My husband goes out after work at least twice a week with his female co-worker. He says it's just to unwind and strategize for work, but he's hanging out with her instead of me, and even though I do trust him, it feels a little uncomfortable. Plus, a lot of the times he comes home and he's a little buzzed from drinking. 
I don't know how to talk to him without seeming like I'm insecure. Could you help me, Simon? Maria, I can totally help you, so stay with me. My answer is next. What would you do if your spouse lately is going out with a, a co-worker of the opposite sex twice a week and he comes back late with a little burst from drinking? That's the question Maria sent me at TheRendezVousShow.com because she said, Simon, how can I talk about it with him without looking insecure? Maria, here's how you do it. Um, whenever you feel it's the right time and it's calm, just say how you feel. And I would just say that. I would say, listen, I've noticed you go out at least twice a week with a female co-worker without me. And I wonder why, why I'm not included. And to how would you feel if I did that? And then you say, I just feel that's a bit too much and I want to be included. Uh, if he includes you in the future, I guess that's fine. If you see he's resisting that, then you guys need to go to couple therapy because you need to find the root of why He's seeking the company of this person instead of you twice a week. Good luck to you, Maria, and thanks for the email. Your calls and your questions are next, 855-905-8255. You have a doubt about something in your relationship? Just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Susie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? So I recently got engaged and um, oh, congratulations. My, thank you. And my daughter is 15 years old and um, we've been together for a while, but it just seems like now that we got engaged, she's had like a more difficult attitude. She seems jealous. I need some advice, please. Yeah. All right, Susie. So as a godfather, I, I know teenagers because now she's 23 and wonderful, but, you know, it's always hard when they're 15. So um, I'm going to ask, you know, you the, you the mom, do you feel it's more about the fact that she's going through the difficult teenage years of 15, 16 and all that, that she's so upset at him and you? Or it's the fact that you guys got engaged and she now sees that, you know, in her jealousy, there's somebody in your heart that is very important replacing her dad? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a little bit of both, but if I had to put my bet on it, I think it's just a natural teenage progression. I mean, I was a teenager and I had a bad attitude. Um, but then I think there's also a little jealousy that she's, you know, jealous that I another person could take her possible place because we were very close. Well, and also replace her father, right? I mean, that's the thing is that now that you engage, she may think that this guy that you know, propose to you is another father figure, except she didn't choose him. And so exactly. you choose, yeah. I mean, I I have one piece and one word of advice for you. Patience. Patience. Okay. I mean, Susie, I, there's no magic um, strategy with the teenagers. Those those hellish years will pass and things go back to normal. Uh, you're the more mature one. Talk to her. Use your sense of humor. But emotions going to be all over the place. You know that better than me. You're a mom. You know, I'm just a godfather. So I, I think that it's normal. I think you're right on. I think like every mom and every daughter when they get that age, patience, patience, patience. Okay? Oh, and I have so much. I really work hard on that. So, yeah, I meditate. Uh, <laughs> that, that I'm all about meditation and, you know, give it to the universe. That's what I would do of all that, you know, situation. I just say, you know, I give it back to the universe because what can you do as teenagers but being patient, really? Nothing except stress myself out if I'm not. Exactly. All right, Susie. Well, I hope that helps you. That's the Thank best you. I can come up with. No, it's great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good luck to you and have a good night, Susie. You too.
I got an interesting voicemail with a key question about how to keep the romance alive in relationship. I, I want to talk about that next. Stay with me. I'm Simon Marcel and you're listening to The Rendezvous anytime during the day, 24-7. You have a question for me? Leave me a voicemail, 855-905-8255, like this one. Bonjour, Simon. Uh, my name is Robert Roberts. Uh, I have a question. Uh, I've been in a number of relationships and they never seem to last as long as I would hope for them to. Uh was wondering uh, if you had some advice on how to keep things interesting and uh, how to keep uh, the romance alive, if you will. Merci beaucoup. Merci, Robert. How to keep things interesting and romantic when you're in a relationship? I'm going to tell you my own tips next. If you notice in the last relationships you've had that you can't keep it up with the romance and keep things exciting, and that's why Robert just left me that voicemail. He said, I, I wish my relationship would last longer and keep things exciting. What can I do? Use your creativity. That's what you got to do. All right? It's not just buying flowers. It's not just going to restaurants. It's to be interested by your partner. Be open to other conversation than what you like to talk about. Be open to do things you've never done before. Experiment. And I don't mean experimenting just romantically. Experiment in life. Go see movies you've never seen. Listen to music never heard. Go see mountains you've never climbed. Do anything to keep things not becoming monotonous. Monotony is one of the worst enemy of your relationship. Please keep that in mind. You call the next 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship and you're not sure who to talk to about, just dial the rendezvous 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Megan. Bonjour, Simon. What is up tonight? So I wanted to ask you for a little advice. Um, me and my boyfriend have been together for about four years, and when we first started dating, we were both very adamant that we're not interested in marriage. It's just not something that we needed. But, you know, it's been about four years, and I never thought I would feel this way, but I think I would be open to maybe getting married, um, even though my whole life I've been against it. How do I bring up that conversation? You uh -huh. know, I don't want it to change anything. Sure. Um, I'm curious, what changed your mind? Honestly, I don't know. I think it's the man that I'm with, because before this, I had no desire to get married. I wasn't one of the little girls who dreamt about it. And now, you know, spending time with him, being around him, I couldn't imagine life without him. Okay, I understand. Um, you know him better than me. If you talk about it, and if you say, I would like for us to get married, what is your insight on his reaction? You know, he's a great listener and he's always open to listening, but, you know, I'm worried that it might scare him away. I don't think it will, but I'm I'm not sure. Well, I think he's going to ask you the same question I did. Why did you change your mind? And then you can, you can say, because I love you so much and, you know, I want us to have this extra layer of commitment, but I would I would also add, it's okay if we don't get married, I love you the same, right? I mean, do you feel like that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's just the fact that, you know, for once in my life, I think I would be willing to consider marriage. And I never thought I would be there. So 
I don't think it can scare him if you say it like this and if you add, you know, no matter what, okay. I love you the same. So you don't put any pressure. You suggest that would be wonderful. But as you said, you know, I, I love you the same. I love you so much. And let's see how he feels. Uh, if he's anxious about it, don't bring it back for a while. If he's up for it, you guys can talk about it. When it comes from the heart, it's always welcome. That's the key. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a great way to put it. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Megan, thank you for your call, and good luck to you. Thank you, Simon. You know, that brings a great question. Once you're in a relationship for a long time, is it ever okay to change your mind on a big thing you agreed to at the beginning? Let's talk about that next. How would you feel if the partner you've been for a long, long time, and you guys agreed not to get married, or let's say you've been agreed to get married very early on, whatever decision you had at the beginning and you stick by it, you change your mind about it, including having kids. Do you think it's okay to change your mind? Do you think it's all right to say it when you, yes, you agree to something at the beginning, but you know what? You've evolved and you've changed your mind. I think it's always okay to evolve and change your mind because we're not robot, we're not stone, we're not steel. We are human beings with heart, soul, and emotions. And we should always say how we feel. And not impose our will on our partner, but always say how we feel. I want to share a story about that where I should have shared what I felt, but I didn't. And I'm going to tell you what happened. So I made many, many mistakes in my dating life, but this is one of them that I want you to know so you don't do like me. You do better than me. Uh, early on in my life, so uh, by the way, I, I never wanted to have kids. That's not my thing. I'm a happy godfather or father figure, but I never wanted to raise kids every day. I never have. When I was younger, it was a big temptation sometimes to wait to say that, right? Because you date a lovely woman and chanting and all that. She wants kids. You don't want kids. But you just get to know each other and you say, oh, we don't have to talk about it now. And I remember dating this girl who at the beginning, I said it, I don't want any kids. And then she, she was hesitating and she said, oh, I don't know if I want or not. And then a year and a half later, she said, I think I want kids, Simon. Do you want to stay with me? And I freaked out. And I was really mad and I said, oh, you told me this, so now you know, I'm in love with you and I don't want kids. And then she said, but, you know, but we can evolve, we have the right to evolve. I said, oh, I mean, when we agree to something, it's forever. And I made that mistake and she dropped me like an old sock. Because we all have the right to change our mind and to say it. You call that next, 855-905-8255. If you have a love story, if somebody showed you how much they loved you. I want to hear this story. I need to hear this story. That's what the heart of this show is, all the love stories. So share it with me and call me, 855-905-8255. Emma, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Emma. You said to my screener that you have a sweet, very unique story to share with me tonight. I think I do, yes. Um, this was quite a while back. I was like 19, 20 years old. Mm -hmm. And I guess you could say it was one of those summer romances. And, you know, I met this, this boy, I guess. Uh, and, you know, we, we clicked, we got along great. I met him through some friends and we were always together, but of course, you know, we lived separately. Yeah. Um, so every morning when I woke up, to go to work, there would be a rose in my windshield 
um, wow. every morning. I He never skipped a morning, and it was always a different color. And sometimes there would be like a note, you know, have a nice day at work, thinking of you. <sighs> and it was just, you know, it was the most romantic time of my life. Um, unfortunately, he had to move out of state, and I was devastated. That was my first love, you know, mm. but... When I look back, it's just some great memories. And, you know, a lot of men have to hold a candle up to that now. So, <laughs> listen, that's this is what he did. I have, I've heard a lot of great stories um, on this show. I, um, I've done some of myself, you know, some romantic gestures I'm proud of. But this one single rose in your windshield every day, rain or shine. Uh, that yep, raises rain the bar. Or shine, no matter what. Yep. If it was really windy out, he would put it under the windshield wiper. <laughs> um, I mean, Emma. Now that I know this story, I tell you, I'm single now. But you know, I, I might go for the challenge next time I date somebody <laughs> uh, because that's it. His, you know, it's, it definitely means a lot. Yeah. Oh my God! You know, there's no love with that proof of love. That guy loved you big time. I know. Thank you so much for sharing that story. It's inspirational for all of us guys. And, and if you've listened to just Emma's story, I mean, tomorrow morning, go to the flower shop and show the love. Emma, thank you so much for sharing that story. I'll never forget it. It's going to be inspirational for me. So thank you so much. Thank you, Simon. I have one more key question to ask you for tonight. Would you ever move to a new city to be with your significant other if you were not married yet? Coming up next. Would you ever move to a new city to be with your significant other if you were not married? Hmm. So that question I had posted on my social media at one of radio, because that's a big question. You know, some people believe, hey, if we're not married, I'm not moving. And some other people think we're partners for life. Who cares about the marriage? Actually, we can get married later. True love is more important than a piece of paper. So here are the results. Would you ever move to a new city? To be with your significant other if you were not married. 41% of you said, yes, I would. But 59% of you, nope, I wouldn't. And I am part of the 41% because, yes, I would. If I'm truly in love with you, I go to the moon to be with you. I go on any planet of the universe to be with you every day. That's what I feel when I'm truly in love with someone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a good night, sweet dreams, et bonne nuit. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.